The ancient practice of agriculture meets modern metropolis in the most innovative urban farms, and we set out to explore some of the most groundbreaking ventures around the world. Here we visit people in Japan, the USA and Norway, bringing green growth to their thriving cities. Farmers in Japan are a graying breed. It's happened gradually, over decades, as young Japanese have moved to cities in search of jobs, leaving retirees to look after the country's farms. But one company has an idea that could inspire young urbanites to shed their suits and go back to the land. In the center of Tokyo's busy financial district, Persona Group, a Japanese staff recruitment firm specializing in clerical, technical, and IT services, has made its headquarters a model for urban farming. Persona moved here in 2010, refurbishing a 50-year-old building with the help of Tokyo-based architecture firm Kono Design. そのですとか、Everywhere you look, something is growing. There's Japanese pumpkin and bitter melon dangling from trellises and eggplant sprouting in the lobby. Hydroponic trays produce lettuce and salad greens in a climate-controlled room. Tomatoes hang from a conference room ceiling. Herbs sprout in every nook and cranny. And papaya and passion fruit trees double as partitions for meeting areas. Eventually, most of the edibles will find their way onto the menu at the employee canteen. Tending to the greenery is a year-round job for 10 employees. When they're not watering and pruning and harvesting, the staff lead tours and meet with customers. The office farm has attracted so much interest from other companies that it spawned a new venture for Persona. The company now teaches others what it's learned and has invested in two fertile plots west and north of Tokyo, where it's training a younger generation of internet-savvy farmers. From Monocle in Tokyo, I'm Kenji Hall. New York is a city of skyscrapers. 
and Ben Flanner, owner of Brooklyn Grange, has a plan to make them profitable. We grow vegetables on them. We have commercial farms on top of roofs. The idea sort of grew out of looking around, uh, around the city and seeing all these huge, flat, open rooftops and saying, well, you know, isn't there a potential for these to be utilized in some positive way? The two-and-a-half-acre organic farm is spread across two rooftops and produces over 40,000 pounds of vegetables each season. Carrots, kale, peppers, and salad mix are sold to New Yorkers through farmers markets and a community-shared agriculture program. The farm also sells directly to restaurants. While traditional crops are the staple, they produce a variety of vegetables that aren't available elsewhere. There are over 40 different types of tomato plants alone. Now in their third season, Brooklyn Grange is proving that commercial urban farms are possible. Our margins are tight and, and we have to be very scrappy. We have to sort of optimize which crops we grow and figure out which ones are the most profitable for us. The farm cuts costs by producing their own fertilizer through composting and capturing stormwater. While growing food is the farm's main goal, they also provide a place for the community to gather. There's an apprenticeship program and weekly rooftop yoga classes. And we're also providing a green space and it's a little bit of a refuge from the hustle and bustle that is uh, all around us in New York City. Connecting New Yorkers with their food source is core to the company's mission. And for Flanner, the future is hopeful. Urban farming has a lot of momentum right now in New York. There's lots of new projects, particularly on rooftops. I think that's where, the, where it seems to make the most sense. And I think we're gonna see more and more projects emerging in the next couple of years. In New York for Monocle, I'm Alicia Stokes. The Harborside neighborhood in Oslo is literally rising out of the sea. As property prices continue to rise, the city is forced to open out to the water, reclaiming land to make space for new urban development. The Surenga district is today a mix of residential buildings and art projects, surrounded by the construction that goes on in the background. As residents begin to move in, they're also trying to figure out how to make use of the new spaces along the waterfront. This area 10 years ago was just... There were drug dealers, prostitutes, containers, uh, darkness, and nothing positive. This garden here is open for everyone and that's what's really, really beautiful about it. You just prove that it's possible to make a project work where it's just not born to work. Kjersti Lee is one of a hundred residents from local districts who've been given space in the allotment. This is a transient space in the city. It's only meant to be here for a period of three years. One of the fields is used to grow ancient grains from before the industrial era. The San Francisco artist Amy Franceschini and the art group Future Farmers have set up a bakehouse at the other side of the allotment. The bakehouse references historic traditions in Scandinavia and Future Farmers want to encourage residents to think differently about food. Farming is very interesting to us, but then you need the mechanisms to cook and bake and, and share the food. And I think that's when the, the real conversation begins. The urban gardens that have been planted here are temporary uh, allotments, but already there's a community around it and it has a life of its own that's, that's starting to ask some of these questions. When future farmers leave the area, 
They want the residents to carry on with the project on a local basis. Which is why they've invited residents to take part in every stage of the project. The area and the surroundings will eventually be a business and residential district, and the local residents are proud of their efforts to shape its future. And you can see how many positive people that are here, taking care of their little plants, looking at things growing from nothing. And for a lot of people, it's the first time they do that. And um, I find that really beautiful. In Oslo for Monocle, I'm Alex Solem.